Three. Feedback. He didn't know exactly what he would shadow that evening. It was a game he had taught Angela to play with him. If he didn't know, then move by move, he discovered the crime he shadowed in the same way his father discovered and destroyed a gaming opponent. Rook had taught Angela when he hired her only to use the word shadow and to give him one lead at the start of a case. The lead was usually a name, a phone number, or an address. The previous lead had been the phone number of the botanist who specialized in invasive species, and ultimately it led Rook to the assassin who went by the moniker Weed Killer. Yesterday, Rook had wrapped that case, or so he believed, and today he was on to what he believed was the next one, that Rook did not recall the solution to the weed killer crime did not plague him, nor did he realize even vaguely he had been solving it over and over again. Not yet. Tomorrow, April 23rd, would be his birthday. He almost smiled again, but when the bright orange sun blipped onto the windshield monitor, then again transformed into the bouncing ball, he felt the lilting sensation of a seizure aura. He immediately sought to buckle his imagination down and stared hard through the sunglasses, forcing the visual world to simplify into black and white. As a young man wandering the streets after his father's death, his thoughts jumbling and the city smelling only of death, he had slipped into a small coffee shop. By the time the smell was blacked out by the coffee taste from seven espresso shots, his body was shaking from the potent caffeine. The jitters kept him awake most of that night, and as his brain sought to turn itself down over and over again, Rook experienced his first seizure. With that onset of neural fire, Rook had believed he too was returning to the void. But within seconds, the phenomenon rushed with godly hallucinations like, he thought later, stained glass windows of mind. Next came the sensations and visuals wrapped in a cosmic velvet of free-falling in outer space. The initial seizure had terminated in a euphoric orgasm. Many years later, he had experienced over 200 of them. Like coffee and crime, he was addicted to them. Mindfuck yourself, he thought. What do you expect? He turned a knob on the dash and concentrated. Again, the vivid colors washed away. 
replaced by gray tones. Overall, Rook preferred to saturate what in crime was gray into black contrast with white. It turned crime into an airless moon, with whites harsh as snow and blacks slick as India ink. He focused hard, and the gray tones in the sunglasses separated into hard black and white lines. The cameras in the sunglasses tracked focus with Rook's eyes, but they did much more than that. They helped him skirt the aura that was the onset of seizure. He absolutely could not afford to have one while driving. In addition to simplifying the visual input to his brain, nanoelectrodes in the sunglass temples sent cooling signals to his temporal lobes. Rook calmed down, aware he had circumvented the neural fire of seizure, which he well understood was the howl of a brain looking, listening, and touching itself, the brain in unchecked feedback. New Jersey, moonlike in black and white, came into view. If Rook paused his stare for a long moment, then blinked, a single high-contrast image became transferred to an encrypted database from the sunglasses. When he reviewed the images later, those keyed images were prioritized. He printed them onto plastic cards, shuffled them, and played a kind of solitaire chess with them, over and over, until a pattern emerged. The idea was to treat crime like a game he had discovered but didn't know how to play. If he were to come across a chessboard with the pieces suddenly in halt, would he be able to infer the opening of the game? Probably. Card games were different. So many different games could be played with the same 52 cards. Abandoned deck game patterns could definitively suggest benign go fish or perhaps hazardous blackjack. But if a detective had never played these games, the detective would have to design a game that would repeat the patterns of the card game in halt. With these things in mind, Rook shuffled his clue cards until the pattern formed in his imagination a specific crime. By the time he figured out what the crime was, he had enough evidence to nail the guilty. Blood did not mean murder. Semen did not mean rape. DNA did not mean death. A smoking gun may not even have been fired, especially in a world where reality changed hands on the black market with an incalculable velocity, especially in a world rippling with quantum feedback. Most people only understood feedback 
as comments posted about their buying and selling on the web. Some knew it as the squeal from amplifiers when stuck in an audio loop with a microphone. A few knew it as an optical phenomenon as well, a flashing of digital light as a camera and monitor looped input and output. Others knew feedback as scientific oscillations within economics and biology, but only the elite knew. Reality itself was a closed feedback loop. Within it, every possible variation of reality, a multiverse more concentric than parallel, conjoined at the quantum level. Quantum reality was akin to a constantly evolving weather system that had become increasingly stormy, and inside this dense storm, Rook Black was the rare man who could chase it. He knew well as he chased the eye of the reality storm through its wild, hunting oscillations. It chased him. Reality, he knew, was conscious. It was a conscious mirror reflecting itself. Science fiction had become science fact. Quantum reality wasn't just magical. It was magic. Still, he was a human being, and taking quantum reality to its full conclusion was not anything he was capable of. Not yet. The kidnappers removed Angela's lingerie. Agent Orange used a small swab to collect DNA samples from the lining in the panties. She knew, bitterly, the sample would contain not just Angela's, but also Rook's. Rook's quantum DNA, like his shadow, like his signature, did remember solving the weed killer crime, and Agent Orange more than knew it.